Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to How To Tuesday. Got a message on Instagram this week saying, uh, pretty simply, sounded like the guy was a little bit upset. He said, hey, how about doing a doing a, uh, a How To Tuesday on proper fish handling techniques? I'm tired of seeing all these fish getting, getting manhandled on Instagram. Okay. So, first of all, if, uh, if you're going to kill the fish, I don't really care how you handle it. Um, and so, a lot of the pictures that you're seeing on Instagram, people do have their hands in the in the gills but the fish is you know it's dinner so um i'm not concerned about that proper fish handling techniques are very important for fish that you intend to release there are certain fish that are way more uh hardy way more durable than others and some that you have to be very very careful of and some that you can you know they they can handle a little more but not a lot so the whole idea behind catch and release, obviously, is that we're going to catch the fish. We're going to let it go. It's going to go back living its life. It's going to spawn. It's going to create more fish. It's going to have. Uh, it's going to contribute to a healthy um, fishery. That's the idea. So you don't want to do yourself a disservice by catching the fish, handling it improperly, and not doing that. You're not really practicing catch and release if you're handling the fish in a way that you're killing it right? You might as well just throw it in the cooler. So I think that there is certainly a place for keeping fish within the limit, within the law, keep fish. It's great. We're fishermen. We love to eat fish. I certainly do. And there's certainly nothing wrong with that. But then there are other species that we really try to release. um, And in order to do that, there are a couple of things that we can go over um, in an audio fashion that may help you to, to, uh, handle these fish better. So first, one of the things that, that I see a lot of times, um, is, is people sticking their, their hands, fingers up in the gills of the fish. Okay. So first of all, I want to make sure that everyone is aware that I know that some fish can be handled that way. Larger fish, you can easily get a finger, a couple of fingers inside the gill plate without ever touching the gills. Okay, good. I handle fish like that, like a barracuda. That is one of the safer ways to handle a barracuda. You just slip a a finger or two inside the gill plate, but not 
touching the gills and certainly not further in because he will bite your finger off. Okay. So there's a very um, fine line. Don't want to stick it in there too far. You get your finger bit off. You don't want to stick it in there uh, even a little further than that uh, because you will damage the fish's gills. That's not what we're trying to do. We're going to release the fish. Um, But if they're hooked in a certain way, sometimes it's necessary to handle them in that way. So uh, for most fish, for most, let's just say this, every fish that we fish for has a way that it can be held that is safe for the angler and safe for the fish. Um, Not all of them are the same. So for example, you can grab a tarpon in the mouth and hold on to it and have control over that fish, but you don't want to do the same thing with a mackerel or a... uh, uh, a Jack Crevel or um, a Barracuda. Why? Because they they're have a mouth that's full of teeth. Obviously, they're going to bite your finger off. So you can handle some fish by grabbing them in the mouth, like a redfish, snook, a tarpon, uh, other fish. You definitely do not want to do that. Some fish have a wonderful handle on their tail, a permit, a mackerel, a wahoo, um, you can grab their tails very easily. They have a boomerang tail, and there is a great handle right there above the tail where you can grab it and have complete control over that fish. You use that when possible. Other fish have kind of a, a softer tail and will not really, there's not a handle. You can still grab them there. Um, other fish traditionally are um, gaffed, like a cobia, but that particular fish uh, sits very well in a landing net. A cobia of any size, uh, if you net them and you um, allow the net, the netting of the fish to support their weight, they will sit motionless in that net, catatonic state. If you pick them up and put them down on the deck with the net still around them, they will go crazy. So, it's, in, it's my experience that if the cobia is still kind of has that net uh, all around them and is being supported by the net, they will lay still. On smaller fish like bonefish, permit, um, baby tarpon, um, things like that, mackerels, one of the things that people that are inexperienced with, with uh, handling fish do is just squeeze the dog crap out of them. And they're afraid that the fish is going to flop out of their hands, and so they are um, really squeezing. So they may have their tail in one hand, and they may be squeezing like, um, I don't know, like a hand gripper with their other hand. And it makes for a terrible picture because the fish's eyes are bulging out, and anybody that knows anything about fishing knows that that fish is now probably dead. I mean, you could be, I've seen them, I've seen people squeeze uh, rainbow trout so tight that I'm sure that they're breaking the ribs. That's not good. That's not what we want to do. Um, There's no need really to pick the fish up and have them over the top of the boat and take a picture of them like that. The best pictures that you're going to have are with the fish held slightly above the water, like some of the fish still in the water, and you just pick it up just enough 
so that you, you can get a picture. And if the water's dripping off of it, even better, right? You're handling this fish with care. You have the handle, like the tail. That would be where you would grasp the firmest. Under the pectoral fins and the belly, you're just going to cradle it with your hand. You're not going to squeeze it. You don't even need your thumb around the top of the fish. You just want this thing to be sitting in your hand. And you know what? Some of them are going to get away. Okay, get away before, the, before you take the picture. That's fine. But in the case of, let's say, like a, like a freshwater trout, you net that fish, uh, which I'm an advocate of netting the fish because I believe that it cuts down the fighting time so much that the, that the net, uh, the damage that the net might do is not as bad as somebody fighting a trout uh, for a real extended period of time. So uh, the guide nets the fish or you net the fish while you're getting the camera ready and everything else, the fish is just swimming in the net or, or stationary in the net. You get everything ready. You turn towards the camera. You reach down, grab the tail, and just cradle the fish underneath the belly. You lift it up for a quick picture, and you put it right down uh, back in the net. And then you take the fish to a place where the current isn't too swift, and it can have a nice little cushion to where it can catch its breath and take off. That is not unlike the way to get a good bonefish picture. You catch a bonefish, let's just say you're waiting, and you get this bonefish to come into you. If you turn a bonefish upside down, they go into kind of a relaxed catatonic state. Uh, they just sit there, and um, you can get everything ready, keep the fish in the water. You can gently roll them over. When you do, often they kick, but you can gently roll them over and lift that bonefish partially out of the water. Some of the best pictures I've ever seen, the whole fish isn't even out of the water. Most of the tail's in the water. You just lift this fish up. There's water dripping off of it. You get a great picture of this bonefish, um, and you've done no damage to it. You're not squeezing it. You don't have your fingers in the gills. You're, you're, you're just cradling it momentarily. And you know what? That's great for the first five or six that you catch. And then, I don't know if you noticed this, but when you go back uh, and you're showing all your friends all these fish that you've caught, and you can tell the difference between one that's an inch bigger and the other one that's a, an inch smaller, but they can't. They all look the same. Maybe it's your wife. She's like, oh, yeah, you caught that one a lot of, a lot of times, right? The point is you don't need a picture of every single fish. You need a picture. Get, get the picture. Take the time. Get out of the boat. Take the picture, let the fish go, and then here's how you handle the fish the best way. When you're, when you're catching a lot of fish, you've gotten the pictures that you need. The fish comes in. Let's just say it's a bonefish or a redfish or something where you can catch a number of them on some of these trips. The fish comes in. You never touch it. You just slide your hand down the leader with your hemostats or your pliers or whatever, you grasp the fly and you just shake it out and the fish is never touched by human hands. That's the best way to handle them. That is absolutely the best way. The only way you can make that better is if you fought that fish very quickly to you. 
And that way you're not stressing this fish out. It's like, you know, run a hundred yard dash and um, have somebody take a hook out of you and let you go or run three marathons and then get picked up, slammed down in the bottom of the boat and, uh, and then let go and see who, see who feels better, right? They might make it, but the purpose of catch and release is to take care of the fish, make sure that they're getting back out there and um, handling them properly. So ha- proper handling, you know, it's, it's way too much to go over in a, in a short how-to podcast that is going to be, you know, 10 to 20 minutes. This takes a long time to fully understand how to handle each fish. But the most important things are to remember, keep the fish in the water as much as possible. Fight them to the boat as quickly as possible. Minimize any unnecessary handling. Keep them out of the water as little as possible. Get your picture, put them back in the water. Do not drop them in the boat if, you, if at all possible. Okay, that is, that, that, could be the most damage that they take is when you're holding them up for a picture and it kicks out of your hands and drops them onto the deck of the boat. That's why another reason why I think that the in the water stuff is better. If a fish, you know, falls from a foot and a half, um, you know, baby tarpon, uh, which you're not supposed to take out of the water anyway, but let's just say you do and it kicks out of your hand and it's a foot above the water and it lands in the water. That's just like it just jumped right? That's not going to hurt it. Like falling and landing on the deck of the boat would hurt it. So minimize the handling, try not to drop them. And, uh, once you get enough pictures, then let the rest go without any pictures, just reach down, take the fly out and, uh, and off you go. And this will ensure that, um, you know, the fish that you're intending to let go, give them the best chance that you possibly can. That's my two cents on this. Um, I'm sure that many people will have lots to say about it, um, and I welcome it. So let's have a discussion about proper fish handling techniques. I, I think this deserves way more than this small little podcast today. But just wanted to remind you and just wanted to address that question. Um, proper handling techniques. Keep your hands out of the gills. No squeezing. No dropping. Keep the fish in the water as much as possible and let them go as quickly as possible. All right. How to Tuesday. I hope you guys get out there, catch a lot of fish and let them go safe and healthy. See you. You're listening to the Waypoint Podcast Network brought to you in part by HuntStand, the number one hunting and land management app. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.